David Clark, the People's Sheriff. Folks, you're not going to believe this next story. Wait, I take that back. I take that back. I didn't mean to insult you. If you're listening to my program, then nothing gets by you, so nothing should surprise you. I guess it was just a figure of speech when I said that. And even after all these years, 38 years in law enforcement, I can't believe that there's still things out there that just shock me. Not surprise me, shock me. And it should. So this is a story off of uh, Fox News. Accused Somali war criminal found working as D.C. airport security guard. Fasten your seatbelts. Get ready. Listen to this. A Somali man accused of leading mass executions and torturing people during the country's bloody civil war in the 1980s has been quietly working as a security guard at a Washington, D.C. airport for the past six years, all while passing FBI and TSA checks. Yusuf Abdi Ali, who was living in Alexandria, Virginia, is an employee at the Dulles International Airport. The Metropolitan Washington Airport Authority confirmed to Fox 5 on, on Wednesday. The airport authority also said they are aware that Ali, who is now on administrative leave, was named in a lawsuit filed by a human rights group in 2006 for crimes against humanity. The case has had numerous appeals, is now destined for the Supreme Court, CNN reported. The Metropolitan Washington Airport Authority, quote, this is a quote, maintains a contract with master security to provide unarmed security services, said Rob Yingling, a spokesperson. Master security's employees are subject to the full federally mandated vetting process in order to be approved for an airport badge, including a criminal history records check by the FBI and a security threat assessment by the TSA, end quote. Yingling said the authority has verified that all of these processes were followed and approved in this instance. See, this is just a check-the-box mentality. Back to the story, quote, We have been informed by Master Security, which hired Mr. Ali, that he had been placed on administrative leave, and as a result of his access to the airport has been withdrawn, he added. The company also said it was unaware of the pending litigation and is now reviewing the facts surrounding the case. Officials told CNN that the U.S. government has been aware of Ali for years based on allegations that he had been involved in human rights violations but declined to elaborate. Quote, he oversaw some of the most incredible violence, and you can imagine Kathy Robertson, attorney for the Center for Justice and Accountability, which is leading the, the, the civil lawsuit, told, C, told CNN. He tortured people personally. He oversaw torture. A government regime led by Mohammed Syed Bari took power and ruled with an iron fist after a coup in Somalia in 1969. Ali, who then served as a commander in the regime, is accused of terrorizing the once dominant Isak clan in the country's north. Quote, he tied my brother to military vehicle and dragged him behind, he said. He said, if you if you got enough power, get him back. One villager said during a documentary that aired on CBC in 1992, according to CNN, he shredded him into pieces. That's how he died. Ali denies the accusations in the lawsuit, telling CNN that they are baseless and false. How dare anyone call him a war criminal, added his lawyer, Joseph Peter Drennan. Quote, if he is indeed a war criminal, take him to the Hague. Or if he's a war criminal, take it up with the immigration authorities. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Drennan. 
Back to the story. Don't sue him in an American court. My client deserves to live in the U.S. just as any other legal permanent resident. Ali entered the country on a visa through his wife, who became a U.S. citizen. You know that was a fraud. It says, she was found guilty of naturalization fraud in 2006 after claiming she was a refugee from the same Somalian clan Ali is accused of targeting. Now, let's drill down into this. I just came through the Hartford, Hartford, Connecticut airport last week. TSA all over again. Remember, I... And I've talked about this incessantly, this process. It reminds me of a booking room at a jail or prison. That's what it looks like. So I know how to get through now. And I'm TSA pre-check approved. I paid the money. I've been fingerprinted, photographed, and a background check done. So I go through the pre-check line, and I know how to get through this without setting it off. I just take off the stuff that I know sets it off. My belt buckle. I've talked about this, right? So I do that. I walk through the magnetometer. I'm telling you 100% of the time it's not going off anymore because I, I know what to take off. So I get through. They're screening my bag, and all of a sudden they said, bag check. So a guy comes over. Is this your bag? Yes, it is. My carry-on. Is this a backpack? And he said, the, 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 the alarm sounded on your backpack. We have to search it. I said, go ahead. So he takes it over to the side. You know the drill. And he's going through it. I mean, taking everything out. And then he said, uh, you're going to have to take your belt off. You're going to have to take your boots off. And you're going to have to take your jewelry off, my watch. I said, wait a minute. I just did that and came through the magnetometer. Well, something set off the alarm in your bag and maybe you rubbed up against something. I said, no, 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 wait a minute. I'm TSA pre-checked to prove it said you don't have to take your boots off. You don't have to take your belt, but I did it anyway. And he said, well, sorry, sir, you're going to need additional screening. I said, this is why the lines are long at airports. Because they don't get to use their heads. So I take my boots off. I take my belt off. I take my jewelry off. And then another guy comes over and he says, we're going to have to do a pat down. I said, why? Well, the alarm uh, went off on your bag. I said, right, my bag. My bag, search my bag. I came through the magnetometer and set nothing off. Why do you have to do a pat-down search on me? Remember when I said this reminds me of a a booking room at a jail? He said, well, sir, the rules say, and I said, wait a minute, wait, this doesn't make any sense. So he says, "Um, I'm going to need you to uh, uh, spread your legs and hold your palms upright, your arms out, and I'm going to pat you down. The guy literally starts at my neck, and he's squeezing, and he's working his way down my body, over my arms, down my waist. Then he says, I'm going to have to get up in your crotch area with my flat hand. I'm looking at this in amazement. I said, sir, the bag signaled an alarm. I did not. Search the bag and that's all you need. Well, no, we can't do it like this. These are the rules. I don't make the rules. You want to talk to a supervisor? I said, sure, get a supervisor over. So they send over this woman, supervisor, and I give her the same. I said, my bag sounded. I said, search the bag. I don't care. Why are you stripping me down and patting me down when the bag set off an alarm? Well, sir, the rules are the rules. We don't make the rules. I knew I was talking to a tree stump. Become my favorite phrase. 
I knew I was talking to a street, tree stump right there. Well, sir, uh, we don't want to lose our jobs. And we, I said, oh, this isn't about airport, airport security, is it? This is about checking the box, making sure you follow the rules. Well, we don't make the rules. I said, I have a sneaky suspicion that if you did make the rules, not much would be different. Well, sir, do you want a, uh, the 800 number you can call? The, no, I don't want any 800 number. Uh, do you want to fill out a complaint form? No, I don't want to fill out a complaint form either. This guy in this story, Yusuf Abdiali, got through an FBI and a TSA background check. And I can't even get through the airport. This is amazing. This is our government. This whole TSA thing is a disaster. And it doesn't need to be fixed. It needs to be deconstructed and done over again to where it makes sense and it allows human beings to use discretion. If my bag sets off an alarm, search the bag. I did not set the alarm off. I went through the magnetometer. This is, that's why I said, you know, none of this should shock me anymore, but it still does. This is David Clark, the People's Sheriff, on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, I know. Hang on a second. I think there's someone following me. Yeah, I have my boat right here. I'll be safe. Call you back. Don't be a victim to a would-be attacker. Carry the Taser Bolt and stay safe with one simple tap of the button. The Taser Bolt delivers a powerful, continuous 30-second volt of electricity without requiring you to hold down or touch the device, giving you time to take your attacker down and escape safely. Taser International will even replace your bolt upon sending them a copy of the police report free of charge. Get it now at pjsafety.com. While you're there, explore our family of non-lethal personal defense products to increase your defense capability and safety. Be proactive and get to pjsafety.com and choose from thousands of easy-to-use personal defense products right now. Tasers, stun guns, sprays, security alarms, and more. pjsafety.com. That website again, pjsafety.com. Your safety begins at pjsafety.com.